Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. What up, Fightful friends and family, and welcome to another edition of Fightful Roundtable. The road to WrestleMania is upon us. AEW Revolution is inbound. And who better to break it down with, with a little fatal four-way of friendship, Izzy, Raj Giri, and Andrew Zarian, all joining me today to break down all the big news coming out of one of the busiest times of the year for a pro wrestling fan. I was going to roast Izzy for uh, lacking the championship prestige of the rest of us, but those arcade machines are wicked, and I am so jealous. <laughs> Izzy, how's it going? I'm doing amazing, and thank you for not roasting me. I, I gotta say, I, the arcade machines are better than the tag the titles that you guys go have going on in there. Because right. listen, I can do so much with these arcade machines. They're not just for display. I can play with them whenever I want. So thank you for roasting me, not roasting me, and thank, but also thank you for having me on today. So excited to talk to you guys. Well, uh, you know. Probably like a $20 replica belt, but a lifetime of memories. Many a teddy bear fell in my pursuit for that world title right there. Uh, speaking of the veterans of the room, Raj Giri, looking like a million bucks, apparently feeling his age on the inside. How are you, my man? <laughs> I'm doing well. How about yourself? Thanks for having me on again. Yeah, uh, good. You know, when I hear my uh older friends and colleagues complain about the aches and pains that come with age i've been feeling them since i was like 22 and so i'm very worried for what the future has in store for me but hey you still look good so i'm i'm i'm, I'm hoping i'm hopeful for what the future's got yeah well, i've been starting when i sit down to do the ah that's that's never a good sign but but thank you andrew zarian in studio how are you doing my guy Oh man, I you know we were talking about Aiden Page. First, Bodge is ageless. He's been around since the beginning of internet pro wrestling coverage, right? He he, one of the first ones. Fight uh, Wrestling Inc. was probably one of the first websites I would crew for wrestling, and uh, you know the, he's ageless. Nobody knows this. Raj is really like four hundred and fifty years old, but he has that ability to just look so youthful. 
Uh, aches and pains. I have gout. I fractured my hip over the summer. I'm falling apart. Jeez. You yeah. look great, my friend. Well, thank you. I'm hanging in. You're like, well, all the more reason, all the more reason I'm grateful for you guys all being here, especially you, Andrew. Andrew is apparently on death's doors, but let's try and get you through <laughs> this podcast before, you know, it takes a downward swing. We're going to start right here, guys. Um, probably one of the more interesting things coming out of the news cycle, Kenny Omega sat down with Renee Paquette on the sessions, formerly oral sessions, of course. And uh, this was really one of the longest form, most in-depth interviews that Kenny Omega has done since Brawl Out. Um, you know, he was still very measured in his responses, a lot of things that uh, he could not or chose not to talk about. But probably one of the more interesting wrinkles coming out of it is tied to reports that WWE is interested in pursuing Kenny Omega. Uh, we've come to learn reportedly that Kenny Omega's contract was extended as a consequence of injury time that he took off. But it poses the question, you know, when AEW first launched, it was the alternative, right? It was where the disenfranchised could go and rebuild themselves. And we've seen success stories. I think John Moxley is probably the strongest example of someone who, who really turned things around and became the truest form of themselves after leaving the WWE. But Cody Rhodes, you know, the spark that ignited AEW, has had such a great run up to, until this point in the WWE, wins the Royal Rumble, is headlining WrestleMania, and suddenly there is an opportunity both ways. It's a revolving door. You could now go presumably from AEW to WWE or vice versa. So my question for you all is, what is the best move long-term for Kenny Omega? Do we think that he'd be better off in WWE or is the long-term best plan for his self-interest, uh, in our opinions, or what we like to see out of Kenny Omega to stay with AEW? Izzy, I'm going to let you take this one first. Yeah, so I... And I never really like to say, oh, I think this wrestler would be better off in this company. I think that's fair. And, you know, I'm a pro wrestling fan. I'm a fan of every company, wrestler, you name it. Um, however, I think it's really exciting that we are starting to talk about these rumors about Kenny Omega going to WWE because we would get a lot of dream matches. I remember before AEW was even a thing, we were already talking about Kenny Omega possibly going into NXT or WWE as a whole. So this is just an exciting time for Omega. I kind of want to compare this to Tom Brady. Nobody thought Tom Brady was going to leave the Patriots. Nobody wanted to see him leave the Patriots as well. But when he went to the Buccaneers, he was Super Bowl. I feel like it's the same thing with Kenny Omega. I think he is like a Tom Brady, where he can go anywhere and still be your Super Bowl champ. Raj? Um, you know, it's it's difficult to say. I um, You know, it's interesting because up until this point, because when AEW started, so many of the guys start signed four-year deals – that you didn't really see much of the back and forth. You saw it mostly one way. And now you're starting to really see the big names, um, you know, coming free. I mean, you know, Cody was obviously the first last year, but now you're starting to be Omega, the Bucks. And look, a year ago, I would have never have thought that WWE was going to do as great a job as they did with Cody. Um, that a year later, he'd be main eventing WrestleMania. So it's no longer like, you know, back in the day, WWE, when they got someone from Impact or someone else, it's like they felt like they needed to pay their dues. And, you know, they weren't pushed to the top right off the bat. And now, 
it's it's all changed there that you can be a star as soon as you come in and i think there is just something really interesting about omega in wwe under this triple h regime i don't i'd be more cautious if it was vince but with triple h and and you having the top guys at the top right now roman reigns um versus kenny omega was just you know such an interesting matchup they're so different um yeah, I, I agree with Izzy. It's tough to say whether they're, they'd be better off one player than the other. But I think he'd be fitting in better in WWE now than at any point in, in recent memory. Andrew? Yeah, I, you know, a couple of years ago when they initially wanted him, uh, they had, I mean, the rumor was that they had, uh, it was a big money offer with a title run nearly as a guarantee. Uh, I, I would say as far as solidifying his future and, and the, the, you know, the name Kenny Omega in pro wrestling, I, I think going to WWE would be the final thing for him, right? He's done everything you could imagine. It really comes down to what does he want to do? Does he want to stay in AEW and continue to grow that brand? Uh, it is a growing brand, even though they had a terrible second half of the year, as far as, you know, uh, visual optics go and, uh, the CM Punk situation, which was insane. I think for Kenny, it really comes down to what does he want to be remembered as? And at, in pro wrestling, if you don't go to WWE at one point, you kind of you kind of fall away from from the you know from the conversation. Ten years from now, Kenny Omega not going to WWE versus Kenny Omega going to WWE. What does that do for his legacy? AJ Styles is a great example of this. I don't think anybody thought AJ going to WWE would be a positive for his career. I don't think anybody thought that they would put the title on him multiple times. Uh, you know, up until the last year, he was in he was in the mix for a while. And, you know, and AJ's not Kenny. You know, AJ's a lot older than Kenny and and he went on, you know, he was in impact, but he didn't have the prestige that Kenny has with being on in AEW. Uh, I, I, I think that really it comes down to a, a number of things. What do you want to do at the end of your career? Do you want to be in WWE? Do you want to solidify your, your name as, as one of the greatest of all time to, to an audience that maybe won't recognize that? Or do you want to continue doing what you've been so good at? Uh, personally, I think he would thrive in, a, in, in WWE. I think WWE is very much aware of the importance of having I like that for the optics of going up against AEW in any capacity, whether or not you think they're competition or not. Uh, I think it's a positive for his career. And I think it's a positive for WWE. If you were to go, I, AEW would be the loser here. If he were to leave. Yeah, certainly. Um, it, it's this, I, I struggled so much when I was sort of gauging this and, and trying to sort of map out what, at least I would like to see. Kenny Omega, for his part, said, at this stage, for the time being, uh, you know, he set goals, he's accomplished them, rinse and repeat, and his primary focus is helping the next generation of stars reach their peak at or sooner than Kenny Omega was able to reach it himself. So AEW, where he's kind of got a stake as an EVP, probably uh, the place where he can have the biggest impact in that sense. To your point, Andrew, um, I feel like AJ Styles WWE one really cemented his place um, among. Oh so, yeah, yeah. We, yeah. I don't know. Hall of Famer for sure. Yeah. It would have uh, you know we've sure, taken him from like being 
king of everything but WWE to I, I don't you know you may not put him on like your Mount Rushmore but I think in terms of overall body of work and overall quality of work he's officially one of the best to ever do it oh 100% and and at the age that he's performing at you know, he came in at the end of his career in WWE uh, you know, I, I think a lot of people forget how old he, I think he's 46 and up until he hurt himself, he was still performing at a top, top level. Uh, and he's a guy that's a smaller framed guy that people for many, many years, you know, everybody heard the rumor of you know, a low money offer when he initially left TNA impact. Uh, and then he went to Japan because they, WWE wasn't going to match, you know, his, his salary or what he had wanted. But this is a guy that went to Japan got off of national television in a, in North America for a while and then went to WWE and got one of the greatest reactions ever in, in, in a Royal Rumble, and, and he had a great run. So I, I think WWE very much reasons this, but you have to look at what they're doing with, with Cody as the test bed for this. If they do right by Cody, you know, for his career, I'm not, whether or not he wins a title or not, I don't know if he is, but Let's assume he will. What kind? How does that people on AEW side that contracts are running out feel? Will they think, okay, I, I, the grass is greener on that side. I have an opportunity to become, you know, WWE World Heavyweight Champion, which is still a big deal, even though this is all, you know, it's pro wrestling. To say that you've achieved the greatest, you know, accomplishment in the business, it goes a long way, and guys like MJF and you know maybe the Bucks or even guys that were signed to WWE, they're looking at this and thinking, okay, what do they do with Kenny? Uh, what do they do with Cody? Because I could be in that position in a year or two. And so. and I gotta I gotta say, like since Kenny has returned, I don't feel like they are using him to his full potential. And I don't know if it's because his contract, you know, had been coming up, there was some uncertainty with his contract, but. The fact that, you know, he was he, one of their biggest stars. And when he came back, he never did that big in-ring promo on Dynamite. Just kind of thrown in these matches. Most of them don't have much build or, or much story. And, um, you know, and, and then you look on the other channel and you see what they're doing with Cody. I just think that's, um, I don't know. I just think that's that's got to be something that's in the back of his head. or Unless he's preferring it this way. So, guys, this perfectly... Uh ties into sort of the follow-up question I had before I wanted to move on to Cody Rhodes. And uh, to everyone in the Super Chat, if you have any questions, please feel free to leave a Super Chat donation. We'll get to those at the end. A dollar, a hundred, a thousand. I've got my preference, but all of it works. Um, Perhaps the more important question to ask here is, because for every John Moxley we've had in AEW, we've also had someone like Miro who... Started strong and then sort of got wiped off the face of the earth. We've had Malachi Blacks and Buddy Matthews who showed promise and then, you know, have struggled with being booked consistently. Why is it that Cody Rhodes has worked so well in WWE and is that going to apply to Kenny Omega? This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. 
Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. I'm going to open the floor to this one. I think he's just so different than the kind of characters you've been presented in WWE so far. He just has, you know, a kind of authenticity that maybe has been missing when they're trying to give these over the top characters in WWE, where Cody feels more like a, a real person. And which is, you know, kind of been a, a unique situation at the top. So I, I think he's just a breath of fresh air and, um, and his promos are just so different. They don't feel, they don't sound like the the regular scripted promos that, you know, where it sounds like they're trying to memorize lines or anything like that. They always seem from the heart and uh, like legitimate. And I think that's probably the biggest thing is the legitimacy and, and uh, authenticity uh, that he brings. I completely agree with that. And that's what, that's what I love about Cody so much is because he's authentic. And that's why I fell in love with him. Um, one thing that I also want to add is that I feel like he can be the face of a company anywhere he goes. You know, AEW, he was obviously the face of the company. WWE, I feel like he can be the same. Um, but as, as he was saying, like, he's authentic. Like, people are just attracted to him. Like, those the promos that he cuts, they, they are coming from the heart. And I really think that's what WWE needed last year when he arrived. Um, so Kenny Omega, it's you know, they're I feel like they're very different. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens. And like I said, this is just an exciting time to really see what is going to happen. Where Kenny Omega ends up if he stays in AEW, if he if he goes to WWE, we really don't know what's going to happen. But Cody is the perfect baby face. He is the perfect guy to be the face of the company, which I think is why his run in WWE has been so extremely successful. Yeah, and he's a marketable guy. And, you know, for, for WWE, when they, when they decide to put in that position, your, your in-ring and your crowd reaction are, are just two of many factors. Uh, Cody hits a lot of them. Cody is marketable. He's PR-friendly. He'll go on The Tonight Show. He, he has this very unique look. He also has the the prestige of being, you know, Dusty's kid. Uh, and on top of that, think of how great that looks for the, you know, I, I brought this up before. The emphasis on is a huge part for WWE. And they took an executive vice president from the competition that was was getting booed and they brought him to their TV. And now he's the biggest piece in the company. That tells a big story here. And you, you, they also need top tier talent like that. They, they don't have babyface on the top that has been booked like how he has been booked. 
You know, they don't, they, they have a hard time doing that because eventually they become, you know, corny, the, the baby faces in that company. I, I, I we would all agree that Roman Reigns is probably the best character that they've done, character development that they've done in years. Maybe I would say over the last, you know, five years, definitely maybe over the last decade. And he's not baby face. And the only one that they had really was Danielson. And that was never designed to happen. So I, I think, I think this is great for WWE. They're they're back in the swing of things when it comes to getting people to be interested. Obviously, we could tell by the ratings and and their gates have been tremendous. I think Cody is definitely a big force uh, for them to do this. Well, uh, that serves as a perfect segue, guys. I think Raj and I will forever be at odds on this. Now, while I very much acknowledge and understand and in many ways agree with your wrathful, vengeful, uh, committed Twitter spree of, hey guys, Sami Zayn was not the guy to beat Roman Reigns <laughs> at Elimination Chamber. I cannot fight you on logic, but boy, did my heart want Sami Zayn to win that thing clean. And it remains undeterred. Nothing could have satisfied me except for Sami Zayn winning the world title in Montreal. And I can't tell you that that's the right move, but it was the right move for my heart and my soul. Yet... The WWE, between what's presented on TV and sort of the reports that come out backstage, has really done about as great of a job as they could, along with Cody Rhodes, to somehow, like, shield him and bulletproof him and have have him not become sort of a victim of Sami Zayn's popularity. We're headed towards Cody versus Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. We're moving on from Sammy and Roman officially as it seems like we're moving towards, you know, maybe the tag team match against the Usos or something like that. And somehow, people don't hate Cody for it. People are, in fact, very excited to see what Cody and Roman are going to produce. So my question for all of you, and I guess we'll start with Raj on this one, who's most responsible for this best-case scenario playing out? And long-term... trying to word this correctly hey let's let's just start there uh who, who would you sort of credit the most for this playing out as well as it has and could it have played out any better considering how much is was at stake with fans emotions and and you know a, a month ago i was kind of leaning towards sammy <laughs> um and then it was just kind of when i really sat and thought about it like where do you go where do you go next? Where do you go next? Do you have Roman lose just to win it back? Just and lose just to win it back, like with Drew McIntyre. I don't know if you remember back then, but oh. so many people were saying Drew should have gotten that win, that Drew should have won in his home arena. And it's like then you're having him win and lose so many times before finally getting to Cody. And I just felt like that waters down Owen if he is in fact the guy that they see. Um you know, being one of their top, top guys on the level of Roman Reigns or Brock Lesnar. So but you gotta, you know, you gotta, you gotta admit that Sami Zayn has knocked it out of the park. He's been amazing, and it, it was one of those things where they had two very great choices with Cody and Sami, which is rare for um, WWE. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Usually they're scrambling to find one, but having two amazing choices, I don't think you could have gone wrong with either one. I, I don't think Cody and Sami uh, is necessarily a WrestleMania main event yet. Uh, neither of those guys have headlined an A show yet. Um, so to to go into the biggest WrestleMania of all time with that as your man, uh, I just don't feel like that would have been a right move. A triple threat just waters it down. 
So I, I think they made the, the right choice going with Cody. I think it's going to be electric on SmackDown when they're finally in the ring uh, for the first time. Um, but you, you got to admit, Sammy, um, in this storyline, the numbers have gone up. The ratings for SmackDown, uh, I was looking at them earlier, and the the average monthly ratings uh, are the best in years, um, you know, for February. So, you know, and, and as Andrew mentioned earlier, they're killing it at the gate. I mean, their Raw is about to be sold out, I think, for a second week in a row, maybe a third week in a row. Um, so they're doing sellouts where they used to never do that for a while. So. Uh, this bloodline storyline, you can't just say it's just Sammy, but he's a big part of it. You, you've still got to give credit to Jey Uso and Jimmy Uso and Roman Reigns and and the whole well, let's not the whole story. Sokoa, who never breaks character under any right. circumstances. <laughs> Absolutely, everyone has been tremendous in their roles. So, uh, and and you got to give credit to Triple H, you know, and, and their team for not dropping the ball on the storyline, for keeping you wanting more, and every time you think that maybe the story's slowing down or this is where it's going to end. It just keeps going. I mean, people were mad that Sammy and KO didn't have that, that hug at the end of uh, elimination chain. I thought it was perfect because it keeps you wanting more and seeing where the story is going, as opposed to giving too much away at one time. So it's bloodline storyline, everyone. I mean, it, it, they've all been responsible for, this is probably the hottest streak WWE has been on many 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 years what, what's the last andrew before we uh give you the floor i will let you segue into this when's the last time a storyline in wwe was this hot me oh, man. Uh, or Whoever andrew has the answer first, oh, okay. sorry. <laughs> uh gosh i think cm punk started off that way when you know when right. he but then they just they just kill that story like it died quick but as far as having real interest uh geez probably batista and triple h that that sustained and had a, a satisfying climax but oh, I, I don't even think that was good as this one yeah cool. <laughs> wow Dang. well i mean here, here's the here's the better question right when is the last time wwe had a predetermined story that got over the way that it did right because i wouldn't add danielson to that danielson wasn't right. by their design it had happened uh kofi winning the title was such a great story but that wasn't by design but i i agree i think am punk would have been it uh if they had committed to it but the yes movement you know i don't think that was wwe's design like this is all planned out this is from beginning to end wwe has has known where they're going with this and they pivoted properly sammy was a pivot to, you know obviously um i agree with raj by the way i i would have loved nothing more to see sammy win that title i just it, it just didn't make sense for Long the time term. that we're in. Yeah. Long term. Well, you know, it does. It would. If this was August, if this was September, and Sammy got hot, and we were we were where we are today, uh, there's no question that they should have they 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 should put the title on Sammy at least for a short term and have Roman take it back. I think that would have worked. I think right now, if you did that, it would take the emphasis off of Cody. It would hurt that people would jack cody as the champion because they would want the underdog in sammy to win it you know this is long-term storytelling they've committed to it they've done a good job um i i'm trying to think when was the last is it 2006 you might be right i'm shocked i remember that date but here we are <laughs> I, I i but you know that's a problem right it, it's a real problem that we can't sit here and say in the last, the Shield, I would say the Shield was the last big program that they did properly. 
because they didn't really mess them up. I mean, it got a little wacky at the end, but really, they they never really messed it up. Seth Rollins uh, abandoning them was a, was a big story too. But as far as long term, like this, it's been a very long time that they've told a story this level. Uh, I the business is working, and you could paddle on Sammy at at some point. I don't think it should have been now. I agree with Raj. Is he? Me to say that, by the way. <laughs> Anything that is he? Um. So okay. So when so I was actually at the Royal Rumble, and when Cody Rhodes won the Rumble, and after Sammy returned on the bloodline, I knew immediately that it would be very, very, very difficult to have to transition from Sammy Zayn to Cody Rhodes. And I'm actually shocked how well that's sort of going right now, and how well the fans are reacting because everybody wanted to see Sami Zayn. I was watching Elimination Chamber. I thought he was going to win for a second. And I truly didn't want, want to see him beat Roman Reigns. However, I just don't think the timing was right because you have Cody Rhodes right behind him. And I think the WWE is going to be able to create a really good storyline between Roman and Cody that is so similar to Sami Zayn because that's something that I really don't want to see is sort of like a carbon copy of what we saw with Roman and Sam. I really want to see a new and fresh storyline between Cody and Roman. And I think both of them are very capable. I mean, there's so much that they can go into, um, but I'm really excited to see what they're going to come up with. I think it's going to be a great match at Mania as well. Something that I've always wanted to see for a long time, but I think this is truly like the WrestleMania headline. Like this is the match that you want at Mania. Well, and, you know, we're not, last I read at least, the other headliner is not 100% dead set. Could understand why they might give it to the Raw or Women's SmackDown, uh, sorry, the Raw or SmackDown mm-hmm. Women's title. Um, if they want to go with what has the most buzz, I think the Usos versus Kevin and Sami Zayn. Uh, not only do I think that makes the most sense in terms of sort of ending the night hot, but... If you want to at least give Sami Zayn his WrestleMania moment in a sense, maybe it's not quite the same as beating Roman Reigns for the world title, but giving him a headlining spot where he can capture a title, I do in a great storyline that's developing this. Honestly, in, in many ways, the storyline of this moment between Sami and the Usos is is the most interesting thing going on. And Roman, you know, there's a lot of history there that Roman and Cody County need to catch up on. I'd love to see that headline maybe the first night. Um, now. Before we move on to another superstar who is very much bubbling and getting hotter and is in for big things, we got to go to Mr. SRS. You know, Mustafa Ali just, big smile, takes a win off Dolph Ziggler. And if you're fearful of the return of Retribution, God knows I am because that did not pan out well. Uh, NordVPN might have you covered, guys. So let's see what Sean has to say. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. How about this? 30-day money-back guarantee, four months free. Watch your favorite shows abroad, whether you're traveling or you're at home and you want to watch something from overseas. Access this on all of your devices, phone, laptop, desktop, PC, tablet, doesn't matter. Three great tiers, a pass, a locker, a VPN, or all three. Block annoying pop-up ads, block malware, block online trackers. Keep your data safe, browse anonymously, Browse securely with NordVPN.com slash Fightful. 
shield your data from snoops and criminals. You know I'm a snoop. I'm not a criminal, but I am a snoop. So unless you want me getting your scoops, get doorvpn.com slash Fightful. Secure all of your devices. Check it out. It's a great deal. How can you afford to miss this? You're going to end up saving money with NordVPN.com slash Fightful and having a better browsing experience. Thank you, Sean. I can never hear those ad reads on my end, but I am sure you did right by Nord. Uh, Raj, do you want to drop that fun fact that you were giving us off camera about uh, the, the, the meaning or the significance behind Kevin and Sammy possibly headlining ops of the Usos? Yeah, yeah, I was mentioning that it would be the first since WrestleMania 1 that you've had a tag match headline, uh, you know, any any WrestleMania. So that's a, that's a huge deal. And especially, you know, I don't, AEW pay-per-views, I don't think there's been one where a tag match is headlined. So, I mean, it's it's showing like, you know, that they're really, uh, they're, they're really giving some strong storylines to the tag division as well. Uh, Izzy was in the house for the Royal Rumble. That means she got to witness, Mm -hmm. at least in recent memory, one of the best final twos where Cody Rhodes and Gunther, who set the record for a ring time in a a traditional 30-man Royal Rumble match, uh, they they basically had like a proper singles match to wrap up the Royal Rumble. There are reports that Gunther is in for a very big push, well-warranted, not just on the quality of the work, but... It's sort of in line with how we've seen him presented on the main roster, right? Especially when he came in in fantastic shape. That set a good precedent with the old management, it appears. The new regime, obviously. Triple H is a big fan of the guy. Um, This is the most decorated an intercontinental champion has felt in a very long time. And we've had guys like Cody Rhodes try and sort of bring that prestige back with the white strap and it works to various degrees but I do not remember the last time that's sort of like true secondary championship workhorse intercontinental title has felt the way it has and I do wonder I'd love to ask Triple H if like his own experiences as an intercontinental I I feel like the superstars really value and appreciate the intercontinental title in a way they may not the U.S. title and I wonder if that has sort of encourage Triple H to put more emphasis on it. Uh, Gunther is in reportedly for a big push, particularly if Cody Rhodes wins the world title at WrestleMania. Guys, I would love to see when, uh, you know, when Raj, you can let me know when's the last time we had um, a big world champion versus intercontinental champion match. I know obviously we had warrior versus Hogan at WrestleMania. Um, I, since then, I, I can't think. Yeah. Oh man, <laughs> are you guys all sold? Can at we least do, not. Uh... Can we do Cody Rhodes versus Gunther? Champ versus oh, Champ. I'm, WrestleMania I'm so sorry. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Um, is this the right call? In turn, if you had to push one person right now to really break in through a main event, a main event scene that we've often talked about is quite barren. Like up until the Drew McIntyre clash at the Castle match, and that was even partly a consequence of it being on home soil for Drew, WWE was sort of in this pattern of who do we bring up to feed to Roman, back down they go. If you had to pick one superstar to sort of bring into the sphere of like really believable main eventers, is it Gunther? And if not, who is it? Andrew, let's start with you. Um, I think I think for Cody to have a, a really strong heel as an opponent, yeah, 100%. But also another name that, will be getting a big push this year is Montez Ford. 
and his performance in Chamber showed what a, what a top tier single he could be. Already, they're kind of starting that on commentary and the way that things are going. You know that the emphasis on Montez is is shining. You know he's he's going to be a top tier babyface uh, if if they don't turn him or anything. But I think I think having him as a top babyface is is a tremendous asset at the top. There is a great heel. You know, it's a WWE foreign heel. I, it's right up their alley. This is a book. Uh, him and Cody could do tremendous stuff. You know, the all American, uh, you know, red hot baby face yeah, versus that one didn't work out heel. for Cody too too well. The last it time. didn't work. Yeah, no, no, the last time it didn't work out. But you know, that promo, <laughs> that promo did not help him in that. <laughs> maybe, maybe you should be careful with that. You know, WWE is a little bit better at scripting, so they could get it right. Uh, but you know, it's right up their alley. So how do you not do it? But there, there's a bunch of these guys that they got to do on breaker. Do you bring them? Is that, is that a guy that gets elevated after mania? You know, they, they, they are lacking for sure. Um, Seth, obviously entering in the mix on that top tier. I definitely see a Logan Paul and Cody match that could possibly happen. Uh, it's shaping up, but they, they need. I know, the Logan, I know. This is the issue. Every time I see Logan Paul on my screen or I, I'm told he's going to be another match, I scoff. And every time I'm blown away by the match. So honestly, he might just be the best heel in the game because I, I hate him. I never, I hate the idea of watching him in a wrestling ring over guys who I think deserve that spot. But every time he goes there, I'm thoroughly entertained and thoroughly impressed. Yeah, he's great. He's really impressive. I, I, listen, I, I don't want to like him either. And I think that says something, right, about I mean, what a great yeah, heel great. he can it's be. it's exactly what we want. But it, it, it's his in-ring ability. I, I, I've never seen somebody that is not a wrestler that has that athleticism the second they enter the ring. He's had three matches, four matches, right, before? Every, three. three. Well, if you count the has Royal there Rumble. been a bad one? If you count the Royal Rumble. Well, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Look that too. Right. Has there been? Has there ever been a bad showing of him? Not really. That's a, It's so hard, man. Wrestling is not easy. Is he? Is he knows? <laughs> it is not easy. Um, it is not easy. It is not. Uh, I do want to add, if you don't mind. Um, I think going for. I'm really excited for this big push that he's supposed to get. Um, I watched him for a while now, ever since NXT UK, ever since he was in NXT, very Orlando. Um, I think he's really great. I think he's on another level right now on the main roster. And I feel like if Cody was to win the title at WrestleMania, I feel like Gunther would be a really good first contender for Cody because we would get that classic baby face versus heel. Um, I really think Gunther would some damage on Cody and I think we'd have some fans thinking like is Gunther gonna win because he's a big challenge for Cody um but like I said it would be a great match I believe that we need to have that if Cody wins the title at Mania but I'm just really excited for this push for Gunther I really think he deserves it I think it's been a long time coming um and it's about time that he gets a good push uh Raj is the work of Gunther good enough to erase the the stain we had for his name change upon arrival to the roster. <laughs> you know, I think he's he's just been killing it, and and it shows like when you got the right booking behind you, and, and you're able to perform at that level, what can happen? And and you're seeing it right now. Real quick, a quick correction: it would be Logan Paul's fourth match if you counted the Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, to, to to all your guys's points, um, and, and Andrew, you were kind of mentioning this. 
Cody wins, you kind of open up the floodgates of potential opponents. You know, you have Sam, you could, you could do, you, you drew, you, you know, drew always has that thing where he never was champion in front of the fans. You know, you could turn heel, you, you got your AJ Styles, Lashley. You, oh, there's just oh, a Cody ton of people. AJ Styles. Yeah. And, yeah. I mean, you know, and sometimes absence makes the heart grow fonder. AJ's getting this little time off with his, with his foot injury coming back and he, he could, you could easily put him back in that, that top slot. So uh, it just really opens the floodgates, but I think Gunther's a great choice. I don't know if I do him first. I'm guessing they do Roman again, yeah. like a rematch. I'd almost see Gunther at something like SummerSlam yeah, where, where you could, you know, you have that big stadium event and, uh, it just makes it a little more special. You can do more of it, but um, yeah, I think he's just been he's just been killing it, and the booking has been great on him. And he's you know one of those things with the regime change. I don't think the old regime would have done him justice, and uh, like you're seeing right now. Um, last thing, guys, before we wrap up on this, you know, all the big players come out for WrestleMania, and that reportedly includes John Cena. Uh, hey, if we're not getting The Rock. John Cena's uh, no, you know, no small feat to get him back in there. There were reports initially that they were talking about doing John Cena versus Logan Paul. It's very clear now that we're going in the direction of Seth Rollins versus Logan Paul. And the front runner for WrestleMania 39 on the Cena sweepstakes is Cena versus Austin Theory for the U.S. Championship. Um, there's sort of a fun callback there with Austin Theory's open challenge because John Cena would host a lot of U.S. Uh, a lot of open challenges as U.S. champion. I remember talking to Theory over uh, for CBS Sports and my YouTube channel, and I actually asked him for his official prediction: Would it be Austin Theory versus John Cena at WrestleMania? And he said yes. And it, it seems like we're very much knocking on that door. Is this the best option if you were in that Booker seat and you had a John Cena match? based on all the current storylines that are already sort of in development in the WWE, would you go with John Cena versus Austin Theory? Or is there something we're missing here? I'll open the floor. Whoever's got the first answer. Um, you know, when I there see, were the... Oh, I'm oh, oh, sorry. sorry. You're busy. <laughs> are you sure? Are you sure? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sorry. Take it, Izzy. Take um, it. <laughs> I'll try to be free here. Um, I think Austin Theory is a really good uh, person to face John Cena at WrestleMania. Um, I think I, when we when Austin Theory got on the main roster, I feel like he really rose to the occasion. Also, when he was in the whole The Way faction in NXT, we saw a lot of interesting things from him, and I think he just holds a ton of star power. Um, I feel like it would be a really, really great match between him and John because you know, you know the saying, legends make young stars. I feel like it's going to be the same case for John Cena versus Austin Theory. Because John Cena, he's already established. Imagine what that match is going to do for Austin Theory. Imagine if Austin Theory beats John Cena at WrestleMania. I don't think I, I, don't think I would know how to act. Um, especially the WWE Universe, which would be insane. But I really think Austin Theory would be a great, great guy to face John Cena at WrestleMania. Raj? Yeah, you know, when there was that talk of Steve Austin coming back, uh, I was I was really hoping for Austin versus Cena because you got like, you know, like this like cross-generational uh, like dream match. But, uh, you know, as far as, you know, Cena helping elevate an up-and-coming talent, I think I, I think Austin Theory really fill, you know, um, fills that fills that that void or whatever. It, it's the perfect choice. Um, 
you know, you could have done someone like Gunther too. Um, you know, getting Gunther that big win. I feel like they're a little higher up than Austin Theory right now, but um, Austin Theory is more like a mirror image of Cena, and there's a lot you could play into that, uh, the, you know, that storyline where Austin Theory is almost like a young Cena, and uh, and, and that could make a great storyline. So I'm, I'm anxious to see where they go with this. I think there's a lot of great directions that they can go, and, and, and because of that, I think it's the right choice. Well, I really hope that they do because um, lean into that story if they go that direction because, uh, again, I'm just sort of reflecting on the interview that him and I did, and he said that, you know, particularly in the absence of a father growing up, like Austin Theory modeled his whole teen and adult life around John Cena. It's not a matter of coincidence that they are compared. And Austin has told this to John Cena. It's like, you are my role model. Everything I do from the bodybuilding to the pro wrestling was inspired by John Cena. So I, if, if they go that route, I really hope they sort of dig beyond the surface and tell the real story behind it because I think it could make for a marvelous prelude to WrestleMania. Andrew? Yeah, I think this is a great opportunity for Austin Theory. You know, he he will be the feature of that company. He's one of those guys. Uh, everyone that I've spoken to that's there sees how important it is to position him in a good good spot right now i you know i think he got a he did not get a a fair i i don't think his presentation was done right in nxt i had seen him on the indies here in the northeast i saw him evolve a bunch of times he was super impressive when i saw him and he's very young too i i i think the teaming up with gargano kind of took the emphasis off of what a great act he is uh, he came to the main roster. He got teamed up with Vince, and that did not help whatsoever. Uh, I think now is the moment, you know. I, I, I like what I'm seeing. It's still very early in his run, but him having an opportunity of maybe beating Cena at WrestleMania or even losing to Cena and having, you know, a return match or something, it, it goes a long way. Um, and, and I can tell you that that the the – I guess, however, the, the metrics that they use – Raj, you would know. You know, they do that um, – they do, I guess it's like polling or whatever, the, however they do it. He's gauging very high right now uh, with, with a younger audience. And that is, that is vital. That is something that AEW is lacking, that they are not, they're not able to build that younger audience as quickly as they would want. And I think for WWE, they, they're managers at this. That's why John, it was so important for John Cena to be there in the 2000s and not be a heel. Uh, regardless of how much myself I wanted him to be in heel and everybody else, uh, and, and you too, uh, I they 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 know what they have, uh, and it's very important how they're positioning him. So this is this is a huge test for him. Uh, this year at WrestleMania is going to really you know the path he's on in twenty twenty three. To wrap up, guys, let's just play a little game, sort of in the spirit of the one-year anniversary of Cody's return to WWE. Obviously, that was at WrestleMania 38 last year as we inch towards that. If you could have one person in pro wrestling not currently under contract with WWE make a surprise return at WrestleMania, who would it be? It can be a legend. It can be an active champion in another organization. So long as they're you know still kicking and breathing, the floor is open to this one. I'll go first. How about that? Yeah. I'm going to cheat. Okay. I'm going to cheat. The Rock. Do you... 
Andrew, do you think we're ever going to get that Rock versus Roman Reigns match? I think so. I think we're going to get it. If we, well, you know what? I should say, I think we, if we don't get it next year, I, I think it's it's dead in the water. Uh, two years ago, I had I had you know the the idea was being kicked around that he was wrestling right at WrestleMania. Then that year happened, and they said, well, the pandemic happened, it delayed it. Next year is going to happen, and now this was the closest we came. It didn't happen. If it does happen, it has to be next year, and after that, I would I would lose hope. On the plus side, we 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 as the human species love round numbers. So WrestleMania forty sounds like a great there place you go. to sort of yeah. Stuff. Raj, is he? Yeah, I, I oh sorry. No, yeah, whoever, either. Go for it. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. She cut you off last time. Uh, Raj, yeah, it's I, your turn to shine. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> uh, yeah, the rock would be great. You know, I think I, I you know, we were talking about this uh, off air, but you know, uh, with the Hall of Fame this year, the Rock or Batista makes sense being in LA. Mm. So you'd think one of them would be uh, appearing, you know, at the show. Anyway, but as far as like returning, um, like someone coming back or or coming in as a as an actor brother, yeah. I think it'd be a good good time for uh, Randy Orton. He's been out for a while. Ooh. There've been reports that he's he's coming back, and he's someone that could have a killer feud with Cody. They got the history, you know. They've they have the, the past and legacy, and I, I could see that just being a, a big deal. So. Uh, Randy Orton is as someone that's realistic. Uh, I'll throw him in there. Okay, is he? Actually, I was going to say Randy Orton as well because I, man, I just like I adore Randy and I absolutely miss him right now. And as Ron's saying, like the storyline between him and Cody would just be incredible. And I feel like on another level, especially those promos, who's Randy Orton, like. He's amazing at promos. Like he is who I want to watch and who I like to watch whenever I try to promo study. Um, but man, like that would be such an amazing match. So definitely waiting for Randy to return. Um, the Rock is an obvious uh, answer when it comes to who I want to see return at WrestleMania. I feel like it would have been perfect if it would have been this year at you know, WrestleMania Hollywood. The Rock and Hollywood they go hand in hand, but unfortunately, it can't. You know. We can't get everything we want. Um, but if it's not next year, I really think it's going to be kind of in the water with The Rock coming back, unfortunately. But yeah, Randy Orton and The Rock, like, it'd be cool to see them at WrestleMania, hopefully soon. You know, we kind of kicked off the show with this. Kenny Omega's entrance is one of my favorite in pro wrestling right now. Like, it, it stands out. It has a certain degree of pageantry. I would kill to see that Kenny Omega intro at wrestlemania much like we saw the cody rhodes one although you somehow got to get justin roberts in there because no one does it quite like he does um not that it's at all in the realm of possibility but i'm just gonna laugh so hard if by some you know fictitious miracle cm punk shows up at wrestlemania and dts is someone into oblivion i i'm a fan of chaos i i want to see everything go to hell so let's uh (laughs) let's get cm punk at wrestlemania 39 i'll be satisfied Guys, this has been so much fun. I want to thank you all for being here. Thanks to everyone in the chat. Andrew Zarian pulling double duty, you know, responding to compliments about his stylish hair mid-show. <laughs> Total pro right Listen, there. the hair comments, I got to respond. If someone talks about my hair, I got to respond to it. Hey, you know what? <laughs> Every, everyone's got a good head of hair going. I, I feel lucky. I, is he still young enough that, like, it could all fall out on a moment's notice? So I, I'm wishing you luck <laughs> over the next several years. But Raj, Andrew, myself, you know, I think if we still got it, we're good. So I'm happy to hear that knock on wood there. Uh, I want to let you guys 
all with the last word. So very quickly, uh, thanks to everyone who tuned in. If maybe you followed one of these wonderful people over here on the Fightful Bandwagon, please subscribe for all the hard work that Sean Ross Sapp, Jimmy Van, the entire team over at Fightful does. They've got tons of review shows, interviews, podcasts, all sorts of goodies to keep you entertained as we head into a busy road to WrestleMania. Izzy, if there's anything you want to let the people know, the floor is yours. All right. Well, first of all, thank you so much for having me on today. It was an absolute blast to talk about the world of wrestling with you guys. Um, viewers, you can find me all over social media, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok. It is the mania across the board. Stay tuned for, exciting, for some exciting stuff coming up, like a debut match. You know, stay tuned for that. Hey, Raj. You're going to have a world title there soon, too. Look at that. Oh, you know it. <laughs> Raj Geary, my man, where, where can everyone find you? I've got the you? winged eagle behind me, but uh, yeah, follow me on Twitter at uh, drajgeary and uh, check out wrestlinginc.com. Um, you know, we, we always have great stuff over there. And uh, yeah, that's about it. And, and thanks for having me on. This is always a blast. If you want to argue with Raj Geary, uh, his Twitter handle is right there. So uh, he'll, he'll send you that out. But, you know, he'll, he'll be nice about it the first few times. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it starts nice. <laughs> Andrew's Arian, my man. Uh, make it simple. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Andrew Zarian. I do the Wrestling Observer Live radio show on Sundays. I do Matt Men on Fridays. I do We're Live Pal on Tuesdays. Uh, always covering something in pro wrestling. So I would say uh, just follow my Twitter. As for me, uh, if I'm pr- presuming, presuming if you're here, you're a wrestling fan, Shaq Wrestling on YouTube. That's where you find all my interviews. Lots of gold, you know, goodies with oldies to dig, oldies with goodies to dig into. The Undertaker, Malachi Black, Tony Khan, all that stuff over there. Um, if you're an MMA fan, UFC 285 on the horizon this Saturday. You know, second of third or fourth coffees I'll have to consume today. But we got interviews with Cyril Gunn, who fights John Jones for the world title, Alexa Grasso in the co-main, Mataj Gamrot. Everything you need's covered there, as well as all my written work on CBSSports.com. Most importantly, one last thank you to Fightful for hosting us, letting us do this thing. We'll be back next month with another all-star panel. If you have any requests, please leave them in the chat or on the YouTube comments. Hope you all have a wonderful weekend. Enjoy the fights if you're into it. Enjoy Revolution coming up. Enjoy the great storytelling on the road to WrestleMania. We'll see you here next time on Fightful Pro Wrestling. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.